and then came snapped on the inside Amabutha is right down the outskirts and Throntari right down the middle of the track as well a hundred to go Throntari takes the lead Craig Williams he'd win on a broomstick Throntari's going to win at three lengths Amabutha second dazzling Lucy third from Sister Viani commands the field on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab this is the big sports breakfast weekend yeah, Craig Williams, Dino, he rode four winners yesterday at Caulfield. I often think he's underrated as a jockey because he's consistently very, very good. And you know, he's he's twice, he's got a, a wife who comes from Ukraine. Um, his wife and her and twice gone back to the Ukraine and have delivered food supplies, etc., to people of Ukraine. They've driven into war zones and handed out um, food supplies, etc. He's a wonderful human being, Craig Williams. Generous, but incredibly courageous. Oh, wonderful human being. Richie Cowan is on the line. Rich, good morning. And uh, is that a fair thing to say about Craig Williams? He's often not mentioned in amongst the top echelon of jockeys, but he's been at the top of the tree for 20 years now. And there he was again yesterday putting on a clinic, Rich. i tell you what, as an owner or as a trainer, you love having Craig Williams. He's always appreciative of a ride. He's professional, but yeah, look, I think over time, some days he's recognised in the top 10. Next night, you know, yeah. the, XO, the, the next list, he, he doesn't get talked about. But, yeah, he certainly stood the test of time. Craig Williams, he's won all the big races. And, uh, yeah, there's no surprise he was uh, riding plenty of winners yesterday. There was one win yesterday, Ray. You might be able to get it out. It was the mile and a half race. Mm-hmm. Um, the horse that he rode, which was the favourite, I reckon it would have been... It, it come. It was favoured about two dollars eighty or something, and I reckon coming the turn it would have been a thousand to one. Oh, they all went past it. That the Patrick Payne horse, I saw it. Yeah, yeah it was Gonski. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought someone had switched channels and I'd gone to a different channel. I, I was on Sky One. I'm thinking, no, that can't be the same horse. I even had to check the colours. <laughs> and he zoomed. Past. I'm just calling it up now. I didn't see that. Yeah, Sing for Peace. That's the horse. That's Sing the for Peace it was unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Rich, it was a strange day yesterday. I was telling Dino by about 3 o'clock, I'm sitting there, I'd fold the only couple of yarns I could fold, and what I do now, I, had a, I wasn't winning on the punt, so I decided to go home and watch the footy. Um, th- th- they're rare days, though, and, and Dino did ask me, was the right call made earlier this morning? Oh. Well, stewards are in a rock and a hard place, aren't they? Pouring rain. The forecast said there was more rain coming. We had a break after the first, once that torrential downpour stopped, Rich, of probably about an hour and a half. There was some sun out and people were thinking, why aren't we racing? But in that situation, there's one issue which is paramount and that's safety, Rich. Oh, the jockeys, the jockeys have the final call mm. and, and rightly so. Um, it's their lives. It's, um, and they'd love to ride. They, they want to earn the money. It's big prize money and often, but they chose safety well and truly. And I, I thought it was evident in the first coming to turn I think everyone was thinking the outside fence was going to be the best going. You could see Kieran McAvoy going out there on Brad Whittup's horse, and then he thought, hang on, Tommy Berry's there. I can't even see. And he ducked two horses back inside just so he could have clear room. Mm. So um, it wasn't hard to see before the first uh, that uh, Ron Dubbersey and Greg Radley had been in Europe because they, they said the first race will probably be running 113, 112. <laughs> they, ran, they ran 120, Bulldog. You, you could nearly run 120. For 1,200 metres? Not quite. One of the slowest times ever. (laughs) Hey, Rich, I want to get your thoughts on this. A story emerged during the week that Bruno Mars will, unofficially, because the new stadium will have been used by then, but he will open the Moor Park Stadium, I think, on the 15th 15th of October, October, which unbelievably clashes with the Everest, you know, the world's richest race. What, what, What are your thoughts on this, Rich? 
Who made this decision? It seems absurd. Well, I've always been a big fan of Gene uh, Hernandez, but uh, yeah, he, he's uh, look, he's one of the stars, isn't he? Bruno Mars, of course, he wrote that song for um, CeeLo Green. What was it? Uh, Fu. Uh, he's a, a genius. The thing is, Bulldog. He's a genius. <laughs> oh, mate, one of the great musicians uh, and songwriters. The interesting the thing. Man crush, another one. <laughs> who suggested? Who suggested to Stuart Ayres and Dominic Perrottet? Um, to get the, have the opening with a, a huge star like that. I think it might have come from the racing departments uh, and in trying to tie in that performer for the Everest to sing. So I think that's where the racing industry might be a little bit dirty. But look, the, the, wor- the worry is our public transport's not good enough in Sydney and therefore if you're having two massive shows on around the corner, it's very difficult because... We've built a new stadium, which I happened to be there yesterday after Ramwick. I went straight to the Swans. I can tell you, the parking around uh, our, mm. our quarters there is an embarrassment to major cities. Yeah. Mm. Well, that, that Moore Park precinct, whenever there's a, a big game on and you're leaving a, a, a major race day at Randwick, um, Rich, it can be bedlam. You, know, you can be stuck there for an hour sometimes right. just getting past SCG. Right, you, you can have you can have the roosters play manly. You yeah. can have supporters, and you still can't. <laughs> it's true. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, you know, it, it's it, well, people say, "Oh, you're a big city; you should be able to accommodate two major events." They're, you can literally it, they're so close to each other. And Richie's point that the public transport still isn't good enough, and the car parking fiasco around the SCG now it it, it is a nightmare. So, so what's how are they going to accommodate here? it, Rich? How are they going to accommodate it? Mate, just simply, I think you have Bruno Mars on Thursday, Friday, coming up the Everest. He can sing a few songs. I'll jump up there with Bulldog. We'll, we'll rattle out a couple. But um, Or you have, you know, just, yeah, look, if it goes ahead, it still won't be anything bad. The Everest is going to be huge no matter what. And Bruno Mars in the night will be good. So it'll be interesting. It might be a battle between Peter Valandis and Tony Shepherd. It'll be interesting, that battle. <laughs> yeah. Who wins that one? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, Rich, our talk topic, great commentators or the greatest commentator. Who is your number one sporting commentator of any well, sport? I, I just enjoyed your previous caller who was talking about um, pre-television, post-television. Mm. Uh, and I think you've got also got to do you know, radio television. If you're a TV commentator and you're talking more than a radio commentator, you're wrong. Um, I think there's an art on both on both mediums. You, you look at uh, in radio. I think like if you look at AFL, I thought Rex Hunt was an outstanding. He brought theatre. Um, he's getting a bit older now, Rex. Um, but Ray Warren's always been top of the tree. I think John Taps as good a race caller I've ever heard. Ray Warren was a great mm. race caller mm. as well. Um, I love Simon Hill calling uh, football as they call soccer. So, oh yeah. look, I Bulldog, I admire all commentators. So uh, I'll. I'll sit on the fence this week. If you want to say the best of all time, I've got a soft spot. He was at my wedding 22 years ago, Ray Ray Warren, so I'll stick with the great man. Yeah, uh, it's so mean. Like Bruce McAvaney, his knowledge of sport. I, I was talking earlier, I don't know if you heard it, Rich, about the guy who's been commentating the World Athletics Championships, Tim Hutchings, the Englishman, and his knowledge of every discipline and the athlete's it's just so engaging. And Bruce McAvaney has that ability to put you in the moment. And the great commentators do, don't they, Rich? They put you in the moment and give you a quick snapshot so you know exactly what you're watching and who you're watching. But, uh, I even, like, I'll say that I think Norman May was outstanding yep. back Nugget. in the day. I, mm. I, I, I love Norman May. But I think 
for if you had to say to me, pick one sport, one comma, I think it was probably because when Ray Warren um, started commentating swimming, um, mm. I just thought it went to a whole new level in Australian broadcasting. And uh, who can forget Peter Vega and Hugerman? Uh, <laughs> and one of the great no. And look, I think if you got a great voice, it certainly. You know, I'd love to be a gymnast, but I'm just not made for that. I think, <laughs> I think sometimes in broadcasting, we've got gymnast. people that got voices that are hard to listen to. Ray Warren's voice, you know, and, and it's all about Bulldog and Ray. It's all about going to the right level at the right time. If Correct. you scream like me sometimes at a maiden at Gilgandra, it just doesn't have the effect as if you're screaming when you. it's the Everest. And Rabbits and the top broadcasters know when to go to that next level. Yeah, really well said. Hey, Rich, we've only got one race meeting on today at the Sapphire Coast um, in New South Wales. I dare say you're having a Sunday afternoon with family. I certainly am, Ray. Uh, yeah, my uh, my wife just walked past because uh, apparently uh, during the night I may have just got up to some new decibels in the snoring department. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor woman's got bags under her eyes. <laughs> She's a saint, you lovely woman. We seem to start in the same bed, but I wake up by myself. <laughs> Funny how that works in the rich. Hey, Rich, as always, I appreciate your thoughts on a Sunday morning. Abbreviated racing segment. Only had one race yesterday, but, hey, mate, this rain has got to stop soon, Rich. It's got Seriously. It, it's got to stop, but unfortunately, but uh, it doesn't doesn't seem to be easing up any time soon. But that horse you mentioned of Bjorn Baker's that won at Gosford, hmm. um, well, if you go back to that replay at Canterbury Ray, the, the saddle slipped it after about Correct. 100 metres, and it half-buck jumped for about 100 metres. Yep. And lost ten lengths, and then only got beat about a length. Geez, it was a huge run, uh, and it was uh, and the ride on the favourite there, Dylan Gibbons. He just keeps amazing. Me. He's going from level, new new levels each time. That that young fella, he's a champion. Yeah, and he still claims three in town by memory, so he's going to be hard to beat in the Apprentices Premiership next season. I, I think he's a short price favourite. Hey, Rich, appreciate your thoughts on a Sunday morning as always, and we'll talk next week. Well, uh, we will talk next week, and uh, you have a lovely week, Ray and, and Bulldog. Uh, I'm just, I might just duck out for a little little coffee down there at Belmore with Cameron. Oh, yeah. oh did, I, did I say that? Oh, sorry, Ralph, no. <laughs> what do you know? Do you know more than what we know? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Whenever you get pit, if you get pitched in that Chinese restaurant at Canterbury, it's it's, it's all, all bets are off. Rover. All bets are off. All over um, Red Rover. <laughs> but he got pitched in. Um, in one of the restaurants there, didn't he, Cameron Serraldo? But he's a he's a man in demand, isn't he? Gee. Certainly is. We still don't know just yet what mm. coach he is because we don't know a lot about him. We know he's yeah. a good fellow, and obviously the record he's got at Penrith as an assistant is great. Mm. But there is a bit of mystique about Cameron Serraldo. Uh, exactly.